have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. Hello and welcome to Challenge Talk, part of the Geocache Talk Network. You can watch the show live now on the first Sunday of each month and feel free to jump over to YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter to watch the broadcast live and join the wonderful and active chat room or listen to the entire show later on your favorite podcast player. In this episode, we'll be talking about inspiring accomplishments from you, our community. We also have prizes to give away each show to our listeners. Between each show, be sure to email your challenge cash finds to challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com and you could be a winner. And later in the show, we will also play our special game exclusively for our live audience, the Wheel of Challenges. So listen live, get your email app ready, and follow instructions when the time comes so you can have a chance at winning the grand prize. And later on, we'll also highlight some of the challenge caches you found, and someone will win our monthly giveaway. And we are your hosts, Emily, to my left, and Jeff from Cash the Line. Hello. But first off, first off, we have got some big, big news. Oh, here we are. Well, here I am, and here's everybody else. <laughs> it's Gary and everybody team else. Is here. You're probably guessing, but we are going to spill some beans, or I'm going to spill some beans tonight. So, <gasps> oh no, Gary just spilled the beans. So. Our team has been hard at work. Uh, we've had a lot of people ask about Cash Fest uh, 2023, and we appreciate everyone who has been asking about that. And our team has been diligently working on that. And so tonight, we are here to announce that Cash Fest Memphis is going to happen in 2023. Woo! Yeah! Yay! But when is it? It is going to be July 15th. And it's going to be back in Memphis for another year. Don't ask us about 2024, because I don't think anybody ever knows about the year after. But uh, we are excited. It should, the GC um, will go live here in about a minute. No, no, no. Rephrase nope. that. The nope. GC is live. Right oh, now, yay! And the GC is GC nine Z E F F. 
GC9 zipping everywhere, everywhere, every, <laughs> everywhere, finding or finding favorites. favorites. That's what we came up with, right? That's what it was. Yeah. Yes. Zipping everywhere, yes. finding favorites. Uh, so, and it is quick. live, so go on there and log your Willitins. Log so, your Willitins, yes. Uh, so quickly, go around the room, and uh, I, I guess we'll start. Uh, let's start with D. D, this will be your, I know it's hard to keep track of. What do you think this is? She's thinking up in her head. How many megas will this have been for you once this one occurs next year? 18. 18. Woo. But then, right. It'll be my That's, 18th one that I've been involved with or helped plan. Okay. Now, are you including CoinFest, which is in a in a few weeks? I am including CoinFest. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I am so, including CoinFest. CashFest Memphis uh, this year was 16. CoinFest will be 17. And uh, CashFest be... Memphis 2023 will be 18 for me. So Awesome. I'm awesome. super excited. Super. Stop shaking your head. So <laughs> silly. Jesse. So silly. <laughs> 18 of them. It, it is crazy, but it'll be fun. I'm excited. Um, we've got a good team. I'm excited about the stuff that we're going to accomplish. Um, and I'm ex excited for the stuff that David and I can do. We have, however, decided that David will not spend two solid days in Derek's garage um, okay. building Three. something. Let He's going to actually get sun. <laughs> him and Tom Memphis. and Ryan are going to get to see Memphis this time instead yeah. of a hotel room in Derek's garage. So awesome. I call it a shop though, but okay. It's, yeah. yeah. I, oh, it's I need to, pull, I need to put that picture. I need to pull the pit. No, hold on. I'll pull it up on my phone for later. While you're doing that, uh, Derek, can you kind of keep people, can you kind of let people know about the general theme that we've come up with for okay, so Cash Okay, the general Memphis. theme, and I'm going to go back to kind of our picture here. So as yeah. you look at the picture here, of course, it's in Memphis, so we got the Memphis skyline. Um, mm -hmm. Then you have a river and a riverboat. So the general theme is going to be, it's going to be a river theme. So that can be something with a riverboat, that could be something... I know I've thought of Huck Finn. There's been a lot of different river theme ideas that we've had through it, but it's going to be a river theme uh, this year. Last year we did music, and so this coming year is going to be the riverboat theme aspect of it. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I really do. Um, and I'm, I'm looking excited. We've got some crazy ideas of some things that we might be able to do. So um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be awesome. And um, Chad, uh we're uh far as i know we're we're, we're playing another uh awesome gadget academy is that yes. correct another gadget academy already have uh the kit planned out oh, cool. awesome. gadget academy so it'll be fun we're gonna have a, a great time and uh, of course uh ho hopefully uh you know it'll be as busy as next year hopefully busier although we might need more than three sessions <laughs> <laughs> yeah well something we did learn and um uh, and really, I, it, I can't say enough, and I don't have enough time tonight because we want to get let get challenge talk get going. How oh, much? Want, how awesome! Go ahead. I want to say congratulations, to Butterfly Girl. Be the first to add their Williton. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I, I'm wrong on that. Sorry, sorry. For toi? No. He's first Williton. Oh, Jesse it. did it. <laughs> uh, Jesse. Right. The last person that just logged it was Butterfly Girl. Oh, okay. First, first so, Fullerton. Awesome. Then Cash Attic Mail went Memphis, Cash Attic Mail, um, Little Miss Sunshine, the Twonky. Yep. The Twonky. Uh, oh, man. We got both, celebrities oh, coming. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, nice. Jam 61. Dang. Uh, 
GSM times two. And I mean, of course, awesome. some of us haven't logged in, him in the because chat room. We're sitting here, but um, yeah, so get that log, Williton. Um, I what I was go ahead, Julia. Sorry, I logged it. I know, Yay, you did. Julia. I'll log it here shortly. But uh, some of this is, was one of my big accomplishments this week. A lot of people have been wondering what happened to the really cool log book um, that we had last year. Oh, yeah, show the photo. Well, yeah, let's get it to focus. There it is. It's mounted up on my wall. I got to clean up the wood on the other end, but it is up in my wall <laughs> in my shop. Got the guitar. Wow. That was That's awesome. That was intense. Um, got a couple extra bruises from that one because it almost fell a few times as we're trying to get it up there. It took all four of us <laughs> to get it Oops. there. Yep. <laughs> Oopsie. So, so um, we want to, again, get out of the way of challenge talk. I do want to mention that um, we have uh, learned a lot. We're going to keep the things that went well. We'll fix the things that didn't go as well. And uh, uh, I think that we have a lot of already some great ideas. If you came last year, um, I would strongly suggest you come again because I think that this year's will be different enough that you're going to be excited. And also, there will be things that you might have missed last time. There's going to be new things but there's also the cool things that we did mm -hmm. will be back yeah. so that's i think a big positive for us right. is that um the things that went well i think we're going to be able to repeat and um you know from there i don't know anybody else have some final comments i'm i'm uh, yeah. we will Good, be Justin. working with locals to do yep, add a bunch more caches to the area Derek, Derek being one of the locals now so we'll be there'll be a, even if you did everything last year and you do everything this year There'll still be tons more caches to do, um, but we're working with locals now that we've been there once. We can work with everybody and, and add a bunch new to the environment there. So and refreshing the puzzles and stuff that's here. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's something yeah. that we're going to be working with quite a bit. And work on that impossible county challenge that Derek put out. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. How many it caches was, oh, in yeah. your county? Find hundred. Oh, there, and there's plenty, and the most of them are puzzles in this area. So. And, and if you're a plan aheader like I am, um, I would say within the next three weeks, we will have a host hotel posted so that you yes. can, you know, get in and get that, um, get that host hotel book so that you're, you know, good to rock and roll and can, can be where all the cool people are staying. Right. And we are going to have, you can go on, there's, we don't have our packages up yet, um, but we will have another pre-event coin. We're finishing finalizing the designs of it right now. So there will be a pre-event coin. Uh, the, awesome. So you can also go to cashfest.com, same website that we had last year. It's already mm -hmm. updated. Uh, so you can go ahead and see that there is a free registration on there, but that's not for, that's just for our notes and stuff like that for yeah. us to be able to submit. But there's, it's already there. And that's at cashfest.com. You can go there as well. Yep. Thanks so much, guys, for being on. And thanks, Challenge Talk, for letting us invade your space for tonight. Have so. a great show, guys. Thanks, hold on. We got to do this one more time. We don't get to play this enough, but hold on. We got to do it one more time. <gasps> oh, no. Gary just spilled the beans. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Whoops. <laughs> and that was all of the news. Well, at least this this particular piece of news. That was huge news. Great to see that Cash Fest is coming back again next year.
Yeah, was that was awesome a fabulous event. And, you know, I'm in the camp of I can definitely visit again and have plenty more to do <laughs> and have some exciting things to redo that I, I really enjoyed in Memphis. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, how has your month been? Because it's been one heck of a summer with all this. Stuff it going. has been. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, of course, later. It's kind of led us to what we're doing tonight. You know, it was another mega month. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying <laughs> going to a mega every month. I, I could get used to this. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I enjoyed our going to the HQ celebration. I couldn't make it to Woodstock, but the celebration was a fabulous event. It was so unique to see so many people from different places that you only see at these giant events. It was also mm -hmm. unique to not run into people that I knew were there and I didn't get mm -hmm. to see them at all, you know, but it really just was really um, encouraging to be a part of the bigger community. I think we can all agree that the geocaching community is so valuable. It's part of what makes this game so much fun. So yeah, the yeah, HQ celebration was huge. Yeah, and it was even huger because of the timing. For one, it was the anniversary, and it was right around Geo Woodstock, and they were about an hour or two away from each other. It's just everybody from all over the world coming to either one or the other or both. It was just huge. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So that was a big part of the month. And then also I got a challenge cash all but hidden. Um, so did all the legwork, the cash page, the challenge checker, the checking for people in my area. That one seems to be the hardest part. I have a big idea. Is it too big? <laughs> can, I, can I do this challenge? So I have all the legwork. Now I just need to go hide a cash and, and make it my challenge cash. Yeah. And I still remember the episode where we were going through placing your first challenge cash. Right, right. So Unfortunately, it's taken this long to get my second one. <laughs> <laughs> Life is busy, though. You know, we did a mm -hmm. lot for Cash Fest to get ready for that. There's always geocaching, just regular old geocaching to do. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. seeing folks in the comments and I definitely saw some in our email. A lot of people got to meet me and my mom. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad a lot of you got to meet my mom. She's my uh, my geo partner and uh, <laughs> she and I are getting ready to go to going caching in about two weeks. So look, looking right. forward to seeing a lot of you there. Yeah. We hear so much about going caching. So if you're in it's that area best. or... I mean, not the best is Cash Fest, but it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most common thing we ever hear from anybody who's gone to going caching. It's like, yeah. I, I was saying after meeting a bunch of people who uh, kept saying, you got to come to cash uh, to going caching, that like they're, everybody who goes there becomes an evangelist of going caching. Exactly. If you've been, suddenly you're telling everybody you have to go. Exactly. But maybe, maybe uh, all of us attendees of cash fest will be able to say the same thing <laughs> yeah let's go yeah, out and keep we, we spreading the word thing, we got a good thing going in cash fest yes that's right that's right <laughs> um well so yeah like we said it's been a big summer and uh um so not only was it geo woodstock and uh the hq celebrations but the month before that there was cash fest and then there was also midwest geobash so it's been a whole lot of traveling for me but um if you remember uh, some um, episodes ago, some months ago, we mentioned some target caches. And one of them was that super pick me challenge where you had to do basically a scavenger hunt of photos. I think it was 40 photos uh, in order to qualify to log that caches found. So I hadn't done the scavenger hunt yet, but that was on the list. It was like right on the, the route from Geo Woodstock down to HQ. I was like, okay, I got to stop and I got to try. I went, I got on the trail, found a cache on the way there, which was awesome. I think it was called Friendship. I think that's what it was called. It was a great one. Ammo can in the, in the beautiful woods. And then I got to the super pick me and I just could not find it. Ah, 
are the worst. Oh, and the sun was going down, so it was getting dark. And you know, in the woods, when you're in, in the, the woods, woods, it gets darker. Yeah, dark faster. so much faster. <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta go. And I was looking at the logs, and other people have been finding it. Oh. And apparently, yeah, the coordinates were were slightly off, and there was some bounce, and there was a huge hill, and it was just, it was a, it was not a good recipe for success. And I had to walk away from that. Oh, one. I'm so sorry. And he's, and that's the one you can qualify over a long period of time because you can log it and then just post a whole bunch of your scavenger hunt photos and so ugh, fail on that one but but during geo woodstock i did manage to get out we mentioned i believe we mentioned the uh, the challenge bear in bc that's mm -hmm. that geo art of a, a chat of a bear shape uh chasing a running man and that challenge bear is 100 challenge caches all along the roadside in foothills of bc outside of Kelowna, and I, I was I was waffling about whether to go for it. I was like, should I, shouldn't I? Oh, it's four hours drive away. That's four hours Canadian. I think it's the same in the US, right? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I decided to go for it for one day that I had no plans. I'm like, okay, let's go for it. I get out there and I start, and I do the whole thing. Every cache found and signed. I was so happy about that because Quite often, there's some some iffy ones. There were a couple that I almost walked away from. One, I was just about to leave, and I decided to check, to expand a little bit. And on a whim, I checked a tree that seemed to perhaps maybe also uh, follow the hint. And there it was. Coordinates, everybody was saying who did find it said the coordinates were off. I decided to post updated coordinates on there because I have a feeling somebody may have moved it because... The posted coordinates were right on a tree that seemed perfect, but it wasn't there. So I think somebody may have moved it to another tree on the other side of the trail and is throwing everybody off. Mm. But found, got all of them. There were also a few other people on the trail, and uh, I'm not sure how many others tried to do it all in one day, but I managed to get all 100 in the one day and completed the bear and then realized I was logging them that I don't remember if I actually checked to see if I qualified for them. <laughs> So I sent a note to the cash owner saying, um, I know I'm logging these all as found. I'll, I'll double check all the qualifications when I get home. <laughs> so I got home. I literally went through every cash to make sure everything was qualified. One. One. One <laughs> cash in the entire GeoArt. Not qualified. And it's because it was a pre-moratorium challenge. And it was, you had to find, I can't remember if it was 20 or 40, geocaches with different wine name variants, wine variant names in the titles. Like, what? Wine. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that before <laughs> at all. No. That, that's, that's, a, that's an example of a challenge that's very localized. So chances are there is a series somewhere of mm -hmm. 40 or 50 caches that all have wine names in the title. And if you find that series, you qualify. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to qualify, but oh, hey, there's an idea if you're placing caches. <laughs> help help <laughs> Jeff out, wine. local cachers. <laughs> <laughs> Place a wine series uh, and help people qualify for that one challenge in the series. Ah, but at least at least they're all found, so eventually I'll be able great. to finish that <laughs> that <That's> series. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, otherwise, yeah, there were a couple of other challenges I was working on the trip. So uh, we had a few challenges published recently in my area for completing fizzies of finds only within specific months. So it started in May. I'm missing a some, some for that one, but I completed and qualified July. And then August, there were, I think, 
uh, about eight or nine caches I had to find either at home somewhere in August to qualify for three loops, I believe it is, of fizzies with only August finds. So I marked off a whole bunch out west to find to help towards that. And I found all but four, I believe. And I got home, found the rest, qualified for that one. Yes. Out of the way. That's a very time-sensitive one. If you wait till September, you got to wait for the next year. Right. (laughs) Good. But yeah, so there were a whole lot of targets, target caches, and favorite points given out because, yeah, it's just awesome caches and being able to qualify for those challenges. Um, Logging took a whole lot of time. (laughs) Because if you remember, we had the geocaching, uh, setting a record for the most geocachers logging finds on that Saturday. And they, I think it was Wednesday when they announced that we didn't quite qualify. I hadn't started locking yet for for half of the trip. There was so many caches. So it ended up that uh, I didn't get my uh, geo, International Geocaching Day logs posted until a week and a half later, but I don't think it helped very much. <laughs> so there was that. <laughs> Just and then, one cache. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then... You know, the other best part about all of this summer was getting out and meeting so many people, um, listeners and fans of the show, the channels, and uh, just being able to meet so many people finally in the face. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I I personally brought along a little logbook, which was my little uh, autograph book. So I wanted to get everybody's autograph. As many people <laughs> as possible who I chatted with. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, we've kind of talked about it. how we're like on this, this people high from our yeah. experiences this summer. It's just been great. Yep, yep. Which is why uh, we're so, featuring all of you guys tonight, because we just exactly. are in that feeling and in that mode of celebration of community. Yeah, it's all about the community, and we can all encourage each other and inspire each other to continue and push on and, and accomplish things that maybe we never have and never thought we'd be able to do. You know, we talk about geocaching, and uh, we say that it's it took me to this place I never would have discovered if it wasn't for geocaching. You know, it's the same thing with the community. I never would have thought of doing, accomplishing the sorts of things that we accomplish if it weren't for the prompting of either caches or cache owners or friends and community saying, hey, I managed to do this or, oh, this was so awesome. Let's go out and do that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's what this is all about, that community and the connection and the encouragement and inspiration. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any uh, other challenging questions or uh, accomplishments, challenge caches, all of that sort of thing. As always, you can email us at challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com and, uh, and we can incorporate that into future shows. So moving on quickly to our next, as, as usual, our, uh, as usual, our next segment that we usually do, the challenge statistics on Project GC. Every month we like to uh, check out how much has changed in one month. And uh, all of these stats they provide for us, thankfully, on a quaint little launching page on Project GC. But let's check out what we have for this month. This month, we are now at 8,335 active scripts. These are the things that handle all of the project checkers that go through your statistics and tell you whether or not you qualify. And that is up 148 since last month which is about the same as last month as well. So that's a pretty consistent growth. We've got 42,581 unique challenges. So there could be multiple caches, geocaches listed around the world all to accomplish the same challenge. So that one challenge, that's the unique challenges. And that's up 
438 from last month. We have 52,710 active tags, and those are all of the individual unique checkers by GC code. And that could include archived throughout all of history as well, whatever's in the system, and that's up 600 from last month. But the most relevant number that we all love to see is the number of active challenge caches worldwide is now sitting at 34,820 as of this afternoon. And that's by using the attribute search as the um, premium member search on, uh, on geocaching.com. And that's up 223 from last month, which is more than the prior month as well. So it's still going up. It's accelerating. Let's keep that acceleration going up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help with my one. <laughs> <laughs> every every number counts. <laughs> yes, it does. It's not about the numbers, but sometimes it's about but, the yeah, numbers. It's about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have another news item also to announce. Uh, if you follow Geocache Talk on social media, then you will have seen it. We have a Cache Fest profile badge available to put in... Well, profile badge available to put in your profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so kind of like Worldwide CacheCon last year, we uh, created a little badge for you for everybody to use if you want. And it looks like that. Yeah. There's... I love this. I have this on my profile already. It's it's great. <laughs> yep. And the, it's on... So we like last year, we put the instructions on a travel bug page, which you can find at tb8jnee or coord.info slash tb8jnee. It will be in the show notes, so you'll be able to link it from there. Um, it's just a little image that links over to CacheFest, so you can tell all your friends and link them over to the event and maybe hopefully get them to attend next year. And what? Well, I think that's about it. We can move on to our main topic for this episode. And as Emily has said, it is about all of your inspiring accomplishments. And it, we, we wanted to get some feedback from you guys to send in your, uh, uh, your own accomplishments. And they don't always have to be like extreme challenge caches, no. statistical accomplishments. You know, a lot of the time, the accomplishments that we get that we're really proud of are really just personal. And whether it's overcoming some difficulty or uh, struggle or just some fun little personal challenge like that, Accomplishing that can help others and inspire others. So that's what we wanted to focus on. And um, I'll start off with the first one that kind of launched this whole idea for this episode at uh, CacheFest. We heard from Shandrum, who was doing the Vertical Madness cache. One, I don't know how many caches like this there are in, the nor in North America, but this is a tree climb cache that requires tree climbing gear, arborist gear. And... When, uh, when we arrived to do it that day, uh, he was mentioning, we were just, we were waiting because other people already had uh, started and been there. And when we arrived, there was a woman who was just on her way back down. And he was telling us this story about her because for this tree climb, she had uh, come to attempt it the last, uh, uh, over a year ago, I believe it was. And she had to log a DNF because she wasn't able to get up all the way. It takes, it's a lot of effort to do this climb because you're, uh, you, you're basically lifting yourself up. I think it was 80, 80 feet, somewhere around there, really, really high. And it's, it's a lot of work for anybody. Jesse can even contest to that, <laughs> attest to that. And um, so we were there and she was just getting back down and he was telling us that uh, she had successfully 
made it to the top to find this cache. And uh, she has in her log, it's uh, NC Biscuit, and she says, uh, DNF avenged. Today I avenged my most favorite DNF <laughs> and made it up that 71 plus foot tree, just barely. My arms are still shaking. When I knew I'd be in town for Cash Fest, I contacted the CEO to see whether he'd have the necessary equipment and expertise available. He was awesome to make a few days available this week to get up that tree, uh, to get us up that tree. I arrived first, so I got the suit up first. The first one-third was fairly easy. The second one-third about killed me, and I wanted to cry, but I got a 15th wind when I could just about touch that bleeping ammo can. (laughs) (laughs) But I finally made it due to tenacity and all the patient and kind folks on the ground who were cheering me on. My name is on the log, but due to adrenaline and tiredness, my penmanship is crap. (laughs) (laughs) So my geopal Mary says, I... Never have to do that again. Thanks. I'm so happy. TFTC. So huge congrats That's to NCI beautiful. Biscuit. And inspiring, of course, knowing mm. that um, you can go back. You can work yep. towards what you need to meet your challenges and make things mm. happen. We talk about avenging DNFs all the time. I but, love you know, it's one thing DNFs. just to find something you couldn't find, but to know that there was something that beat you and then go back and beat it the next time. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's another level of DNF avenging. Yes, that's great. <laughs> there was another one that I spotted in the Project GC group in response to uh, to our question about um, any accomplishments. And this one I thought was just kind of fun. It's more more a thing for number files. <laughs> if you notice, if you spot it. Uh, in time, kind of like watching your uh, your your fuel mileage in your car tick right. over that full <laughs> round number, one hundred thousand on the nose. You could be in the middle of the highway, but you got to get a picture of that number. <laughs> and so, over in the Project GC group, Tim Matthews Matthews shared the photo of his stats. There, he just spotted this today. Twenty two countries cashed in, and twenty two thousand two hundred twenty two of these in my home country. Nice stat for twenty twenty two. That's beautiful. It's <laughs> a whole lot of twos. <laughs> Sometimes it's about the numbers. <laughs> yes, that's a that's a fun one to celebrate. Very good. We heard from uh, the great Gornies, who said, "My wife is visually impaired, almost blind, and she still joins us for most all of our adventures." Mm. So that's great that she can keep on adventuring with you guys in this way. Yeah, and you know that's an, kind of an example of uh, one physical. Um, hurdle i guess you could say to overcome and why geocaching is so great because you could be doing it you could potentially be doing it alone um but even just be able being able to do it with other people to help you with whatever that um difficulty may be to be able to still enjoy the hobby it's it's accessible to everybody it's not just about that wheelchair icon (laughs) (laughs) right right there's all kinds of accessibility Mm. Similarly, we had uh, Patricia Bell or Double Helix. Uh, she responded at one point, uh, I broke my arm back in March and wasn't able to do much caching while it healed. I now have some extra metal in me and I'm still doing physio, but I'm proud to say that I managed to find 100 caches last month. And look at that. <laughs> that x-ray of the metal in her bones. <laughs> I don't even want to. I've never broken a bone. I, I don't no, know what it feels either. like, but it just, I, ugh, I can't even think about it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Keep on trekking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And from our very own Tom, 
from Puzzle Talk. He said the day after HQ event um, on in August, I got my last current attribute. I still needed. I still need cactus, which is only available at one cache, and that's the Ice Age Vista cache, I guess. Yes. So Tom is referring to like many of us who went to Seattle. We went to um, the Museum of Flight to get the. Uh, oh, what was it called? Something Academy Space. Space Flight Academy, I think it was. Space Flight yeah. Academy, the Adventure Lab, and the bonus cache, which has that um, partnership attribute, the elusive partnership attribute. Um, yeah. So Tom was celebrating being able to get that attribute and needing just this one more. <laughs> I'm going to add one little correction there. Yes. You said the cactus attribute. Well, Not Tom the said attribute. No, partner. Tom got the partnership, and now he needs a cactus attribute, which is yes. on this Ice Age Vista cache. Yes, that's right. So <laughs> he, he managed to get that one. The Ice Age Vista cache is GC six eight four, and uh, the partnership attribute, at? like like you mentioned, that one. The partnership attribute is very rare. Yes, there are only a few that have it. The cactus attribute, only one cache has it, and that's Ice Age Vista. And it is in Wisconsin, in the Jefferson County. But if you look in the side, there is that one little coveted icon. It's only one cache, still active, that has it, and it's right there. It's uh, two difficulty, three terrain, and it's kind of in the middle of a forest with trails all around it. But uh, what is it? Just west of, or just out, just outside of, Mukawanago? Um, <laughs> What's uh, Wakisha? I know I drove past at one point. Um, west Bend, Racine. Is it Milwaukee? Yeah, Milwaukee. There it is. West of Milwaukee. <laughs> and uh, I know I, I for totally forgot about it last time I was driving past the oh, area. Bummer. And, uh, one, and, and so it's on a whole lot of people's. Must uh, must get list, Ice Age Vista. Well, it's going on mine now too. <laughs> <laughs> I have these uh, plans for a uh, kind of a Wisconsin, Michigan. We'll see what it where it takes me kind of trip. So <laughs> infancy <laughs> stages, in. but the, this this. Oh, I think she's breaking up. <gasps> I think there might be a connection issue. Uh, maybe she'll continue that thought when she returns. But for now, we also have one from Curious KDB who sent in uh, one of her accomplishments, a challenge cache that she signed in 2019 in Washington. Might could only be, be accomplished. Oh, there you are. Oh, in and out. <laughs> uh, could only be completed in Washington um, when she signed it. Uh, uh, completed in Washington. Didn't know that when I signed it. That th on this trip, she connected British Columbia, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Montana together by counties, and found 5,000th traditional cash, and also found 23rd oldest cash. So that's th 23 states' oldest caches. That's a bunch of very tough challenges to complete in one trip, especially that county shore-to-shore uh, sh -shore county connections. Uh, that's like that's a whole lot of work. That's really cool. <laughs> But that's the kind of thing, like on trips like that, you you have to look for rare 
uh, rare things like that. Because if there's one county and you're driving through it, but you don't realize that you haven't got it, and you almost have that connection, you're going to kick yourself when you get home. <laughs> right, one little right. <laughs> and I feel like going on trips like that, it's, it brings you opportunity. And so I think that's what I love about travel is I can just dig deep on things I cannot accomplish at home. And mm. that's how these trips turn into epic adventures and not just a trip. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. GeoVet91 told us that she accomplished some uh, achievements on either end of Cash Fest. So shortly before Cash Fest, she finished getting rid of all her one cash days. And it took her a year and a half <laughs> once she decided to do that. <laughs> and then mm. the biggie was after Cash Fest. Um, she drove from Memphis to Atlanta and got Lake Lanier and finished her Jasmine. And she says... <laughs> Doesn't everyone go from Memphis to Dallas via Atlanta? <laughs> it's only two states over. And hey, she can get the oldest in Georgia and Mississippi on the way home. She mm. drove over 20,000 miles by herself toward Memphis, rented a boat, met Captain John, met book club people in person in Memphis. I remember seeing book club, having an impromptu book club on the sidewalk, um, made two friends and saw other friends, made new friends <laughs> and saw other friends. <laughs> and she had a wonderful week. Yeah. That's awesome. And she sent in a few pictures. We've got a shot of her. Uh, with a sign saying "Jasmine complete finally, finally with Lake I love Lanier. <laughs> Lake Lanier is a good cache too. That's a, a nice hike yes. to get to that one. Fun one, yeah. not too hard. And then a, a shot of her stats with everything. Everything got a green on it. That's that's always nice to see a complete grid on uh, founds by finds by found date, by place date, and by a hidden month. Finds by that's small. It's so small on the screen. <laughs> But yeah. then, yeah, got oh, to there's meet the, a bunch that's, of That was the impromptu book club meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, and then uh, another shot, group shot with uh, Merlin thirteen ninety two, who's another avid listener. Uh huh. Curious and, KDB's uh, cur in there. Curious KDB taking her photos. Yeah. Yeah. So it was awesome to uh, to see and meet people like that. Yeah, that was really um, fun. We had one sent in from. I don't know. Anonymous Geo Coin Fest. Yes, yeah, someone <laughs> their... was posting as Coin Fest, so we don't know if it was was D or Julia or Tom or Ryan. Somebody said this. <laughs> if you know, post in chat or in a right. comment below. <laughs> uh, they got their fiftieth state. That's already huge. That was Alaska mm -hmm. uh, in in twenty fifteen with. I'm not sure what in twenty fifteen means, but with uh, twelve geocaching HQ lackeys that that's oh, a group no this was yes this was their accomplishment in 2015 yes. so this doesn't have to be recent accomplishments this could be just yeah something that's big for you so in 2015 they got the 50th state in alaska with 12 geocaching hq lackeys i wonder if that was on a cruise right i wonder hmm. that's another good opportunity to get to countries that you may not have already visited and they're fun i hear <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that sounds like a fun experience. Mm. From Zippertiff, we heard um, that finishing the Washington County Challenge. Um, so this is not Washington State. This is finding caches in ten different Washington named counties. Um, uh. And so here's her log for um, on the cache page about how she went about doing that. She says, I recently went on a road trip to move my muggle daughter from Texas to New York for a temporary travel nursing assignment. 
She's very tolerant of my geocaching addiction, and I was able to find caches in 35 new counties along the route. I mentioned to her that I had recently signed this challenge log and that I was excited to have added two Washington counties during the trip, bringing my total to nine. I also mentioned that we had passed a Washington County in Alabama, but I wasn't willing to drive 30 minutes out of the way to get it. She immediately asked about the locations of other Washington counties and began researching their locations. There are 31 states with that county name. She spotted one in Rhode Island and made it her mission to get me that last county. After a fun day of taste testing lobster rolls at three beautiful waterfront eateries in Connecticut, we drove an extra 15 minutes just across the border in Rhode Island to get the last county I needed. I appreciated her enthusiasm for this difficult challenge, and I'm giving her credit for helping me qualify for it. Teamwork. That's great. <laughs> That's great. When your muggles can catch the vision. Oh, man. I think we all know muggles who cannot catch the vision, no matter what we say. <laughs> so when your muggles can, it's special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the road trip, like just imagine all the stops that they made doing that yeah. whole road trip. Like, yeah. So much more value than yeah. just getting those caches. And, you know, road trips can be really fun because even if you haven't planned a geocaching stop, you can look at something that's coming and you're like, okay, I know there's going to be a cache there, you know, and most <laughs> of the time you're right. Yeah. So geo, uh, road trips can be fun that way. But you have to learn how to be able to say no. Because <laughs> there's yes, always a, there's a cache there. Get, there's a cache there. She's getting long. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We had uh, two more comments in our live chat. Um, GSM times two said, my number one accomplishment is that I am still having fun geocaching as I approach my 18th anniversary. Everything else is just gravy. Mm. So yeah, yeah, still enjoying the game. I think, you know, I've thought about that too. A giant portion of my adult life is geocaching it's i've been doing it for mm. years um it is what i still want to do after all this time i i completely agree yeah mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. it's great to just enjoy it um to have all these experiences i'll talk a little bit more more about what's what's inspiring to me and uh mm. yeah to still be doing it is a great thing yeah, yeah and then bloody cool also said that he found both active ape caches in eight days that's, that's so that's... cool. So Brazil to Washington <laughs> yeah. or vice versa. <laughs> Washington to Brazil. That's great. And as far as I know, getting to the one in Brazil isn't just a quick like hop out of the airport and no. go get it. Like it's no. it's a bigger, <laughs> bigger excursion. <laughs> yeah. It's a great one. It's doable by as far as I know. There's no there's no big uh, difficulty involved with it as long as you've got your uh, guide to go with you. But uh, And your yeah, your plans all planned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so if anyone that. else in the chat has something to share, feel free and we'll try to catch it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Jeff, what about you? What's been inspiring to you? Oh boy. <laughs> um, well, I, what, I guess the, the easy quick answer for me would be the fact that, uh, you know, in, in my first year of geocaching, you know, whenever somebody says, what's your favorite cache that you found? I always tend to go back to my first five, five, because uh, at that point I was working on, uh, well, everybody knows the California fizzy, which is you've got to complete a fizzy grid using caches that were all placed before a specific date, before that date. And in Ontario, we had one similar to that. It was the, uh, the tequila's 81 ch uh, 
tequila tequila's 81 challenge i think that was it and uh same thing but a slightly later date so it wasn't necessarily as difficult but uh that had brought been brought to my attention early on when i started caching and so in that first year the first five five that i had found was out in seattle and that was um basically i think it was 60 miles east of seattle uh this was before there was a distance limitation on offset caches so it was a mystery puzzle posted downtown final out in the desert 60 miles east and really it was only because of that challenge that that cache popped up and i thought i gotta get this one i have to get this one it's a qualifier (laughs) but that provided uh such a memorable fantastic experience with friends who weren't geocaches they were muggles and I was the only one with a smartphone with a iPhone 3GS. <laughs> we were going out into the desert. It was just an insane trip. And um, it was, uh, yeah, just so memorable. And that kind of launched my whole love for challenge caches because, again, it kind of, it opens the door to other goals and other experiences. And um, so it's not just about finding finding geocaches and increasing your find by plus one. It's like, you're, you're completing goals and those goals are worth so many more stars than just that one, uh, one, that one find, that one smiley. But then there was also another challenge and that, that kind of also led into the, the channel that I started for Cash the Line where it was the Iron Man challenge. And uh, uh, Iron Man challenge, Iron Man is a copyright. If you know Iron Man, the... Um, uh, the race, it's the that, big race. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a huge triathlon. So it's pretty much the far end extreme challenge of athletics. So this one was called the Ironman challenge where at that time, at least <laughs> it was ridiculously difficult to find one cash every day for a full year, 365 days. <laughs> These days that's like, ah, it's no problem for most people. <laughs> but back then when it was a lot more sparse, it was a bigger challenge. And so that was the one that inspired me to launch my own channel about uh, themed about goals and challenges and accomplishments and all that. And uh, I managed to complete that one. That was 366 days, no caching the day before, no caching the day after. And I was like, because with these daily caching challenges, you always hear people say, I just can't stop. I don't want to break the cycle. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, I can go further. I can go further. And so I was like, I don't want to have to deal with that. So I'm just going to start on day one and finish on day 366. And that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I know 500 Take day challenges. <laughs> not going to get those thousand day challenges. Not going to get those, but that's fine by me. <laughs> yeah. Big, big thumbs up and big congrats to anybody who go- gets that that long of a sequential challenge. I mean, that's that's a huge accomplishment. But um, yeah, for statistical ones, I'd say those were the two biggest ones. But for personal accomplishments, um, the, I think <clears throat> one is literally a mountaintop experience. When I was in Iceland, I uh, there was one cache that I was researching beforehand and said, I have to get this one. I have to get this. It's going to be insanely awesome. And it was uh, climbing Mount Kristina Tinder, which... I uh, can't remember the height. It's not super high, but for climbing a mountain, it's uh, it's still a, a pretty great experience. It's a, It was a national park, and there's trails, and there's information. Did a whole lot of research beforehand about safety and letting people know. And the nice thing about Iceland is you don't have to worry about wildlife. You just really have to worry about weather. 
And the day ended up absolutely fantastic for weather. And the hike was long and uh, it was warm at the start, but then you're getting higher and higher and it's getting colder and colder. This is November, so kind of the beginning of winter. And the, uh, the, it started to get steeper and steeper. There's some switchbacks and starting to climb up uh, like 40 degree slope. There's a lot of snow and underneath the snow is like flat shale uh, uh, pallets and pellets and stones. So your foot can kind of slip. And so it's a little more than just taking steps up a hill. You're actually kind of sneaking up the side of the mountain, trying to follow the trail, which is under snow. And they say it, you know, at one point, there's no marked trails anymore. You've got to look for stakes. So you're literally like climbing up level, level by level and looking and seeing a stake off in the distance. Like, is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. So just beeline to that. And then it was quite the, um, that last little, maybe fifth of the, uh, of the, uh, the route to get there, pretty extreme, but it got so steep, like uh, around 45 to 50 degree incline that um, I like to say I was going like five steps, I had to rest. Four more steps, I had to rest. Three steps, I had to rest. Two steps, rest one step, and I, I couldn't take another step. I had to take a rest, had to take a break. And I literally at that point thought I, I was 50-50, should I go on or should I go back? Wow, yeah. Because it, 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 like, it got into my head and I couldn't fathom going on further it's like i just didn't have the energy it's not super high so it's not like the atmosphere but you know carrying all the stuff for winter a heavy jacket and had the had lots of water which was freezing <laughs> <laughs> but um i and sky was clear no no issue for weather but i just thought if i go back now i'm never going to be able to like forgive myself for being mm. so close it was i think it was about 100 150 meters or so away there was one smaller little dip before getting there and uh, I, I rested for a little bit, got up, took another step, and I managed to get a few more steps. I didn't, didn't have to rest again. And then there was that dip. And right after the dip, I could see the, uh, the tower, the small tower at the top where you're supposed to get to. And I managed to make it. And I literally, I like, I mean, it was a huge experience, but I remember just standing there looking around and being like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't stop. <laughs> it was just an unbelievable, literally mountaintop experience. And... There was mobile data. There was a signal up there. <laughs> I, I tried to go live. I th did I get live? I think I got live on my personal Facebook, just kind of showing where it was. But then my phone died because it was too cold. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Not before I got a, a bunch of pictures and uh, a short video clip. This was before I was vlogging, uh, mm -hmm. doing geocaching vlogs. So I managed to get some uh, some proof that I was there. <laughs> And uh, got the cash found and then, because getting back down is easy. You can follow your steps all the way back down. And I did a nice butt slide half the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to be careful because there was a cliff right down at the bottom of that part of the mountain. So, you know, you got to be careful. But um, yeah, that was a lot of research, and a lot of planning beforehand, but a fantastic experience. And I'm glad that I did that. And um, I overcame an obstacle to get to that, which is why it's so memorable and why it's so special. Of that course. Fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, that was, that was the biggest experience. Other than that, I mean, I'm hosting events now. I've got a, a vlog channel and doing stuff and it's just like, yeah. St again, stuff I never thought it, thought I would have been doing if it weren't for geocaching. Right. I mean, it's it just, the hobby is just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, when you say thinking about any given experience, I have a hard time making it a, a specific experience. I can remember exactly 
I, I don't know where I was. I can't tell you, but I can remember my surroundings and the hike I was on. Um, when I first realized there's a challenge cash and I bet you I qualify for that, you know, so I vividly remember <laughs> that first challenge. Um, mm -hmm. But then beyond that, it's it's that conglomerate of various trips you know i'm i've everyone knows i i loved my quest to visit all 50 states for geocaching um and then other trips to fill in my jasmer chart my difficulty terrain chart you know most of the difficulty trains were local but still it took me to places that um when i say local i mean within several hours or so but you know it took me to a place that i might not have prioritized going to um right away and then so I'm getting to popular geocaching destinations because everyone's heading to these places, but these destinations are, are, are legendary because of the, mm -hmm. the either for what they offer for geocaching or in and of themselves, they're such unique spots. So then of course, through doing all these quests, I'm meeting people either from getting help for the trip or at the destination. And so it's just building that com camaraderie, this community of um, we have the camaraderie of achievements and the camaraderie of experiences. Um, you know, I, this uh, coming trip for going caching, I'm finally going to go out with Captain John out on the <laughs> lake and, you know, and I'm going to get marooned. And so mm. many cashers have done that before me, but this is my year. This is when I'm yeah. finally going to get to do it, you know? And so just even having that, um, I'm in a club kind of feeling in Oregon for the, um, County or excuse me, the Delorme challenge, there's, this weird page 88 thing happening. And it's like just this <laughs> sliver of Oregon and, you know, page 88 is kind of famous for that reason. And there's so few caches. And so there's this little country store and it's at the end of the road, you know, kind of not really. <laughs> and, you know, when I got to that store, I felt like I was in a club. I found the cash at the store <laughs> that everybody has to go to to get page 88, you know. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's to me, that's what I love. That's what's inspiring to me, putting these minor destinations and they into my experiences because they're more than minor to us as geocachers and i love it i love it so every little part of those experiences built together is is my inspiration and to piggyback on that a bit we've got uh, an old cash power island which everybody wants to get for their fizzy and so anybody who goes there knows captain mike Right. He's the guy. Right. You go to him. Mm -hmm. He's like a great, he'll, he'll let you use your boat. He'll take you out. He'll give you a big tour, get you out to the island, give you time to go and find the caches on there, including Power Island. But geocachers, he knows geocachers because of the cache on Power Island. So imagine what kind of business he's got just from geocaches you want to get that i cache. know i know for for georgia for captain john i was like well how do i find captain john so i just googled captain john lake lanier and he has his own one page website for geocachers you know he has this niche he bought a boat and he knows who to serve and we're gonna hand him our money because 
we want his services. Yeah. And yeah. I hear he gives a really good tour. He gives a six cash tour for a certain price. And, you mm. know, he knows the best place to park you. And yeah, which which <laughs> six caches are the best to take you to. I love it. Mm. I love it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's great. The, the, the effect that geocaching has had on um, the rest of the non-geocaching muggle world. <laughs> yes. I, uh, similar to Delorme, in Ontario, we had these uh, challenges for finding caches in certain degrees. And so there was one that was, it just so happened that the grid of finding caches within overlapped part of Ontario and part of the finger on Michigan. And so everybody around here who was trying to finish that grid challenge always had that one little square left over because it overlapped the water in Canada, but there was no land to find a cache unless you went to Michigan and found some, there's like five caches on the tip of the little thumb of Michigan right there. And so you have to make that road trip just to go there and find those to qualify for that challenge. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, it, it's awesome we're, that we're all in that boat and we're all on that journey doing it at different paces and different orders and different times. Mm. And it brings us all together. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And these are the kind of stories that we love to hear from you, from our community. We've highlighted some and there were more. We can't just, just we just can't fit them all in. <laughs> Unfortunately. But as usual, if you have any of these stories questions, anything like that, once again, just email challengetalkpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to share them, uh, whether it's statistical or personal, inspiring, all that stuff. We love uh, goals and we're challenge talk, challenge talk. We've talked about all sorts of challenges and goals, not just specific challenge caches. And there's other topics coming up that uh, are going to be very similar to that, not necessarily specific challenge caches, but challenge related um, experiences and things that geocaching can provide so send us those emails that's right <laughs> but i think it's time to get to our wheel of challenges <laughs> one viewer each month live will be selected to face off against the wheel and have a chance to win the grand prize now we're kind of in the middle of uh switching over to a new grand prize but uh that will be announced shortly so we do have prizes. So we're keeping track of winners. Yeah, Last month was track. the same. We'll keep getting yep. winners and then we'll get things sorted out. That's right. So to enter, send an email with a subject containing spin me followed by your geocaching username in brackets and include to the, the answer to the following question. And the first verified user gets the wheel and your profile will be checked live on Project GC. And if you qualify, you win. And so... What is that question? Well, here it is. In what city will CacheFest 2023 be held? Come on. Come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> and while we try you're... not to make these... No, not too, to hard. too hard. Yeah, this was our most newsy news <laughs> thing to quiz people on. So, <laughs> Well, just this, uh, wait. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, it's like the FTF of uh, Challenge Talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so... While Jeff's looking for answers, um, GSM times two says in the early days, there was a six degrees of geocaching to see if people could connect with geocachers by caches found. I think nowadays uh, many cachers can connect by three or less. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. 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 I think it's a, it's a very, it's a pretty tight knit community too. There's a lot of people who, uh, 
uh, know each other now if they're very prolific. Mm-hmm. Primarily, and you know, think, even with even events. with you guys, I feel like I know a lot of you from our connection here or or um, in our groups. You know, so maybe we've never had the chance to meet yet, but we certainly have influenced each other in those ways as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we have the first correct name of the city in which Cash Fest 2023 will be held. And that was sent in by Starcasher. Congratulations. We are going to test your name against the wheel. And if you are listening and not watching, we have the big wheel on the screen. (laughs) And uh, okay, so Starcasher, you are the casher. And so let's spin that wheel. How's the time? Oh. We have landed oh! on a five-star, five-star right. difficulty. We have... <gasps> this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one has popped up before. Oh, GC9119D. It is the 31 dates of tree climbs. <laughs> so if we load that in and take a look at it again, <laughs> he, he already knows the answer. He says nope. <laughs> <laughs> this Sorry, one Jim. is in Ontario. It's a five difficulty, four and a half stars. And uh, it is. It was published in 2020. The rules uh, for verification. Oh, so the challenge, you must have found one cache that has a tree climbing attribute on each of the 31 days of the month. They do not have to be in the same month. And these 31 caches can also have been found in a different county. So they can be basically anywhere, but you have to have filled. If you were to look at the grid of dates for the year, one cache for each column, one to 31. That's pretty much an easy way to explain it. So for technicalities, because he already knows the answer, let's load up the checker (laughs) into Project GC. And star, not scar, star casher. That's how it's built. And run that checker. We have a fail. But we're at 13. 13 out of 31 so far. (laughs) So you're... Uh, almost halfway, almost halfway, but it was close. Good shot. Just got to find some more people who, uh, climbs or, or go out with a group who, uh, <laughs> who love to climb trees. Or beg your friends to hide tree climb caches. That's my situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or find caches that are low terrains with the tree climb attribute. Those are very easy. Sometimes, and here's the thing, because this can be very subjective, the, the rain rating for tree climbs. I found some terrain climbs. Two steps off the ground. Caches that uh, find tree climbs very difficult, and they're placing caches. You might find some other, uh, some easy to find, higher tree climbs. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, that was a fail. So maybe we'll get it in the future. Yep. We can move on to our monthly challenges, highlighting uh, some of your accomplishments of your uh, challenge challenge caches that you found this month and uh so if we are looking let's see what we've got here we've got a few but uh we are running past an hour now so let's uh, see if we can pick out a couple um let's let's go with uh actually 
You choose, Emily. I, I need to review some of these. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, and I saw um, Neil Moore told us that he finished his Michigan County Challenge. I saw his post on um, social media. He was very excited about that. And that's finding at least one cache in each of Michigan's 83 counties. Um, he said mm. a last minute trip to the Upper Peninsula with his wife and son gave him the opportunity to finally complete the challenge challenge by finding caches in the last two counties that he needed and it was a great weekend so mm. i was excited for him to um it's always it's always great to finish off a, a whole <laughs> state you know sometimes mm. it takes us longer than we wish <laughs> yeah yeah i know i've i've only grabbed a couple of counties in michigan but uh the, i think every state i would that'd be a good stat to find out if every state has a county challenge within it Oh, there I'm should sure. Be. I would think there's got to be. The, I would but be surprised one, if there wasn't. Yeah. This one was GC2YNEB. And uh, it was placed by Team Calson in 2011. And looking at the webpage, it's pre-moratorium. Mm -hmm. And uh, this time I've got my browser add-ons correct. So the Project GC Checker uh, add-on will show if there is a checker uh, associated with that GC code for those pre-moratorium challenges. It will show it in the sidebar. And so that's a very, very handy add-on. That is also linked in all of the uh, Challenge Talk show notes. So you can find that link there or just go to Project GC and find it from the menu. Yeah. So yeah, we are running out of time, but it was neat to hear from a lot of our submissions to um, say that their big trip to the Pacific Northwest contributed to their accomplishments. Um, mm. Southern Grits told us that um, she uh, met the Geo Woodstock Challenge, states, province, and regions veteran version of this challenge. <laughs> um, so this is uh, GC7G772. It's finding caches in 40 different states, provinces, or regions. She originally signed the log back during um, the Giga Geo Woodstock in Cincinnati, but had to write a note as she didn't qualify. But then during the first Giga in Canada, she qualified and was able to find log her find it. So nice. I thought that was pretty cool to um, uh, have Geo Woodstocks on each end of that challenge for her. Yeah, that's that's a nice little uh, punctuation. I love it when things work out like that. <laughs> Just I also like love when it. these these challenges are regions, so different states, provinces, or regions. That's yes, much that's, more accessible. That's thoughtful, <laughs> right? Accessible. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, remember to enter for next month. Send in your email before next month's show of what your challenge accomplishments are, and for this month's winner, it is. Southern Grits, congratulations. Oh, congrats. And once again, we'll be in touch to uh, get you your prize. Work out that new prize that ready. we're working out. <laughs> we promise. Because we're, we're out of geocoins. Those things were awesome. And they're yeah. all gone. There might be new coins. I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to see what we'll happens. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, those are... That, that Well, those are our two big uh, giveaways. Those are little contests that we do. But um, I just want to give one more little highlight to the Iron Bingo Challenge. This is the challenge that, uh, that I've been running for a while. And uh, I'm giving away prizes to people who complete the challenge. And this challenge is a bingo grid of basically consecutive caching uh, days of different attributes of caching. So like that center grid is 100 consecutive days of any finds. But then there could be, say, 20 days of 
each day having at least one DT11 cache, 20 days of that, or three days of caches with UV light required. And I haven't qualified for this yet, but there are so many people who are posting notes and saying they're That's working great. on either qualifying for the challenge or completing the grid. And I've got a, a prize to give away to anybody who completes that entire grid. Maybe one day I'll be able to give myself the prize. <laughs> but <laughs> this is all for you guys. So there's been a lot of uh, a lot of excitement about this one, and, and I'm getting a lot of feedback. So yeah, we've got pushing, comments in going. the chat. Mini Mag is working hard on it, and Tiger and Shoelaces says got five days of five five, so you can come and find it now. Sweet, excellent. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. If you're going to find it, send me a message first, and I'll make sure it's all good to go. I want to make sure that people don't leave with a DNF. That's always the worst thing when you go for a challenge far away from home yeah. and you don't find it. Oh, that's always the worst feeling. <laughs> But uh, so, yes, the challenge remains and anyone who qualifies will get that prize I'm giving away. So any other closing thoughts? Well, we have a big closing thought. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, let's get this one other announcement. Reminder, CashFest 2023, I can't say the year, 2023, <laughs> GC9ZEFF. Make sure you get your will attend posted uh, and uh, let's get those numbers up. <laughs> That's exciting. Yes. Yeah. But yes, yes, this is uh, the, the, the big announcement that um, if you've been watching the show may have already heard. However, I am going to be stepping down from challenge talk from co-hosting because life is moving on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> life is changing. But um, it's been a fantastic run. Uh, it's what this is episode 28. 27 so far that's 27 27 mm -hmm. yes 27 and uh that's over two years of challenge talk i mean it's we started in the pandemic we did <laughs> like a way to it's been that long man yeah we started just to uh you know encourage people to keep keep encouraging people to get out and do these challenges accomplishing stuff um even when it seemed really hard to do that and just a great way to hang out and chat uh on sunday nights and and more um, a fun topic, a really fun and inspiring topic. And it's just been absolutely fantastic. The community has been awesome. I mean, the, the feedback we receive from people about the show and, and being able to, uh, being inspired to get out and accomplish things that they never would have thought of beforehand. Um, it's just been, it's been amazing. And I loved meeting people, just even just random people. Oh, you're a listener. You, you listen and, and hearing uh, great, great feedback and stuff. Yeah, I just, it's been awesome. Um, and, uh, but so a couple other little interesting stats. If we go back to episode one. We started before the challenge cash attribute was added. Yeah. Our first couple of shows, when we we're looking at stats, they were searches by challenge in the title. No attribute. <laughs> that third episode, I just checked this afternoon. The third episode was the first time we listed the number of caches by attribute, and it was 14,000 which was like half of what was out there because people were still, or the system right, was still the adding those up. attributes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we started before the attribute was added. I wonder if we had an effect. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge nice. caches are popular. We got to get the attribute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, going back to those stats from that first episode, uh, in, the, in those 27 episodes since we started, the number of active challenge scripts on Project GC almost doubled. It was 4,836, 4, and there are now another 3,499 
since then. So in two years, they almost doubled the scripts for Project GC Checkers. We've got 10, almost, yeah, 10,385 unique challenges. Uh, when it started, it was 32,196. So that's about a, uh, what is that, a 20, 25%? No, 33% increase, <laughs> something like that, over two years. Uh, and then active tags, uh, so those unique checkers. We've had 14,180, where the first episode, it was 35,530. So that's another almost a... Th- almost, yeah, almost a, over a third, 33%. So these last two years have been fantastically active. There have been almost 6,000 new active challenge caches since day one. <laughs> 6,000. <laughs> there's, there's almost 29,000. So that first search had about 29,000 active caches by challenge in the title. And now we've got another 6,000 by attribute since then. I, that's just It's just fantastic seeing how much challenge caches have come. Just in two years since the pandemic. Right? I can't get over that. Since the <laughs> pandemic. That's really oh cool. Oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, so. Well, I'm thank you very down. much for co- everything you've contributed to this show. You know, when I came on, Jeff had a, most of the show laid out that I just came in and uh, um, started being a part of it. Um, even though it was from day one, Jeff did a lot more. And we'll definitely miss you. And with with change comes, you know change we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. you know we'll we'll figure out our new normal together and stick Mm -hmm. with us you know you guys are why we do this and um you guys are inspiring as we've talked about all night so um Mm -hmm. but jeff thank you for the inspiration you've given all of us and emily you've been a great co-host as well we've we've been able to work well together i think Mm -hmm. that's that was awesome in and of itself I know. Think about it. It took us uh, 24 (laughs) of those months until we met each other in person, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Blame the pandemic again. Yeah, no, it's just, it's, yeah, it's been great all around. And uh, I have, I have no doubt that the show will still be able to carry on and be as strong as ever. Um, I know Jesse is also a huge challenge cash fan and he'll be, uh, he'll be helping out for a while during whatever transition has to happen. But um, yeah, no, it's been fun. It's been great. And uh, I love seeing the fact that you're now getting your challenge caches published as well. <laughs> I know. I'm going to try to be better than one a year. <laughs> um, oh, what else is there to say? I don't think there's much else to say. I'm not going. I'll, I'm still me. I'm still where I'm sure, at. So I'll still exactly. be around. I, I still hope and expect to be able to participate and, uh, and send in stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, life is moving on. There's new people in my life and a little more dedication to specific things. And uh, so that's priorities. It's all about priorities and people, people, just like the community. It's all about the people. (laughs) That's right. That's right. But another reminder, the next show, as usual, is going to be the first Sunday of October, October 2nd, or as it says in our notes, October tooth. (laughs) 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 There you go. The show notes will be posted in the show after the uh, the show airs in the video description, so you can watch for that. And as always, thanks for watching and listening. It's been a hard choice, but a great two years. So remember, it's not about the numbers. It's about the challenge. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Good night. <laughs>